Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. David, thank you for joining us today on Business Ninjas. We're excited to have you on the show. Uh, why don't we start by just covering a couple of the basics, right? So the, the name of the company, uh, where you're based, and the website where people can find you. Sure. Uh, my name, my company name is ISU Corp. Uh, it's a software consulting firm. We've been writing custom applications since 2005, and we focus on growing our 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 clients' profits with automation, software automation. They can find us uh, on the site isucorp.ca. So www.isucorp.ca. Great. All right. And maybe you can give us a little bit of background on uh, kind of your arc and how you came to this present uh, adventure. So the, a little bit of bio on your, your background. Yeah. So I, I fell in love with computer science when I was uh, 15 years old. And, you know, back in the 80s, you needed to write a typewriting exam if you wanted to graduate from middle school. And, and I was failing miserably. And then I was introduced to a computer and a text editor. And I couldn't believe how easy it was to write on a computer. So laziness got me interested in computer programming. So from there, I got a computer science degree, moved to Canada. I got a second computer science degree in Canada, and I decided to start my own business. It went terribly wrong. I almost went bankrupt in two years, So, but I was able to sell it and pay all my debt. And then uh, I got, went to a corporate ladder. And so I became a senior te technology leader for multinationals. Uh, but I always had in my heart that desire of being my own boss, especially when I saw in large corporations how slow they, they were moving and that all the restrictions. Um, so I opened the business with three, uh, three ideas in mind. First, first idea is I should allow to, to let developers work from wherever they want to work at whatever time they want to work, as long as they deliver on time and on the budget. Uh -huh. Second, uh, Remote work is the future, and I'm, I'm here to prove to the world that it can be done. And lastly, it shouldn't matter the culture of the, of the developer as long as the values of the developer are similar to the company values. Um, while respecting time zones, so I always respect the uh, Eastern and, um, you know, East and West time zones, so North American time zones. So all our developers are within three hours of, their, of our clients. So that right. was my premises, and I proved it. Uh, I started with three people, myself and two Canadians, and then in two years we, we had people in two countries. Now we got people in ten countries. <laughs> wow! 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 And it sounds like you got on the remote uh, bandwagon a lot, <laughs> a lot earlier than most people had to two years ago, and you know everybody had to go remote. So we'll we'll cycle back to that. Um, and in the the kind of world that you inhabit are there certain industries or niches that you focus on or there are there certain places where um you have better results than others right now yeah so we, our focus always being on the science of writing exceptional software that does business automation we yeah. have incredible business analysts that learn the business like that uh any business process however we tend to do a lot of work in financial technologies we, we do a lot of work in medical industries, so laboratories, hospitals, uh, doctor's offices. 
And we do a lot of work with startups. So well-funded startups that they don't know how to create a proof of concept or whether they need help on creating the technology, then we help them out. Okay. And then across those three, I'm wondering, are the, the goals and the challenges that they're facing roughly the same? Because that's three very different industries or, you know, do they each have their own little things that are unique to their space that they're in? They are completely different. Ah. We love the challenge, right? I was, yeah. it's funny because I've been doing this for a long time. Like I wrote my first professional software in 1989. Wow. And uh, what I like is the challenge and the variety of different projects and different industries. And now I know why. I got diagnosed with ADHD a month ago. So it's part of my hyperactivity uh, and short attention disorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. All right. And then, um, well, maybe you can tell us a little bit. So if you were already remote, what was, uh, you know, the COVID era like for you? I'm sure it was challenging for everybody, but what, what was that like? You know, your company was maybe already built ready for that, but maybe your clients weren't. So how did you help them kind of navigate through that time? So for 80% of my staff business as usual, um, I do run a head office because of my condition. Actually, I cannot work from home. I need to go to an office. So we have an office with about 15 people here, 10, 15 people come to the office. Uh-huh. Now it's optional. They come if they want to, if they don't, but I'm here every day. Uh, I love coming to the office. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that we didn't have in the cloud was our accounting system. So we put that on the cloud within two weeks because we had everything set. We just had to push a button. And it's funny because my CFO was coming to the office every day here in Toronto. And then he said, David, after six months, do you think I can move to Mexico? Like I can work from home now. And I'm like, yeah. So he moved to Mexico and he immediately got a hundred percent raise without me increasing any money. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For my clients, it was hard. I, we have a lot of uh, manufacturing clients too. So, uh, for example, we were we were doing a big uh, business to business e-commerce site for a for a recycled plastic furniture manufacturer. And they shut down, right? They had to shut down. So about 40% of our work got eliminated in one week. So that was kind of scary. Yeah. But usually what we do with those situations is we redeploy our, our team to, to work on internal projects. We make a lot of inter- internal uh, internal intellectual property that helps us be better than the competition. So we have a product called the core, which is the foundation of every new project we make. So my developers were focused on the core, making it better. So when the client came, we have more capability. That's great. Wow. Yeah. I mean, boy, you were you were well positioned to be able to to thrive in that environment. So that's fantastic. Um, and then now, you know, that we're we're at least depending on where you live, starting to edge out of the COVID era. Um, you know, has that changed the way that your customers are are viewing remote work and and sort of the operating principles that they were under before versus now? Oh yeah, it's uh, my life changed, right? So I'm the I'm the visionary, the founder and CEO of the company. And usually, to to close large deals, I had to go to an office and talk to people. Yeah, doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So the perception is now people accept Zoom. Uh, online meetings are preferred. Uh, my travel cost got cut in half. I still travel because I love traveling, but it's not really necessary. Uh-huh. Everything is done online. So from the developer perspective, I won that battle 10 years ago. It took me, it took me a while, right? It took me seven years to convince my clients that 
remote work works, and it was just proof by proof by delivery. Right. Um, but you know, the majority didn't have any problems for us working remotely. The most we will do is we'll send an, an engineer to their offices a couple of weeks if there was something specific. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't necessary either. It, it was just the safety that they felt to see a warm body in a desk because right. everything was not remotely anyways. It's funny, one of my <laughs> one, one of my best friends and senior uh, CTO, he works for a for a public organization here in Toronto. And he says, now they're mandated to go back to work three times a week. And he says, when he goes to his desk, he's running all his meetings on Zoom, sitting on his desk. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> why will you waste all this time and money going to an office if you're going to have Zoom meetings in the office? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's frustrating. Oh, geez. Wow. Well, what, and how are you... Uh, you know, reaching out to prospective customers today is, are you getting a lot of word of mouth uh, referrals or, or what's that, you know, strategy like for you? Yeah, Jamie, I've been always so curious about that. Uh, everything I have tried, everything and everything and anything on, on that front, word of mouth is what works best for us. Yeah. I tell my team, we're as good as our last project. So we rather bleed to death to make a, a, a client unhappy. And so we end up working for free for a lot of our projects that are not well calculated, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Uh, that also forces us to find better clients, clients that are not going to take advantage of us. Right. Uh, but it's our work creates more work. Uh, having said that though, we have now a formal, because now we reach about, we're 60 people now, so we're a little bit more formal. Yeah. So now. We have a, a marketing team and they're doing digital marketing and they're beginning to generate leads with digital marketing, which I thought it was impossible for a firm like me, but it's happening. Uh, we're closing deals now from companies that find us online and they see our reputation. That's great. And are your clients uh, kind of, you know, geographically centered in one particular region? Or are you starting to branch out into different countries or what's what's the profile of your client base? Yeah. Focus on the U.S. mostly. We have yeah. some Canadian clients and we also have a couple of clients in Mexico. And that's that, it. That's great. That's great. Right on. And where can people find you on social media? Which channels are you supporting? Uh, personally, I only attend to LinkedIn. So yep. just Google David Mancilla on LinkedIn and they will find me there. Um, but we have we have Facebook, we have Instagram. My marketing team runs all those social media channels. Great. All right. Well, David, thanks so much for coming on the show today. We learned a lot, and it's going to be exciting to watch you uh, continue to succeed in the future. So thank you. I hope you finish the, the end of the year strong. Thank you so much, Jamie, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io w-r-i-t-e-f-o-r-m-e dot i-o and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen keep slaying it y'all